Welcome to the Hey Travelpreneur podcast, your go-to for real-world travel marketing tips and strategies to help you create the thriving travel business you've dreamed of. And now your host, Nicole Barrett. Hey, 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 travelpreneurs. How are you? I hope you're doing well. So we are well into September, aren't we? Um, and honestly, and I always shout this from the rooftop. So if you hear, you've heard me say it before, it's okay. I want you to hear it again. Fall is my absolute favorite season. So I am so happy. Honestly, I could live in a world of Septembers and I could live in a world of Octobers. But that's besides the point, because today that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about the weather. We're actually talking about something a little bit more closer to home as far as you and your businesses are concerned. Um, So here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to be talking about getting clear on your ideal client. And one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this is um, it's been a a source of many conversations uh, within my Facebook group as well as among some of my peers about getting clear on your ideal client because as you may already know once you know who you're serving as well as who you're not serving which we're going to get into um, it becomes so much more clear not just to me or to you but it also becomes clear to the people who you are attracting, like your messaging is absolute key, right? So I want to ask you, have you imagined your ideal client, right? So the one you want to attract, the one who you want to engage with you, and then ultimately the one who's going to reach out to you, and then you're going to convert them or sell them to like have, sell, sell to them. Have you thought about who that ideal client, like not just, you know, their age, their sex, their income, their travel history, which is, which is important. Those, those are all important, but who are they, right? Are you asking yourself that? And also, how do they like to communicate? And when they communicate, what is the language or what are the words that they are using to communicate their challenges, their wins, their joy? Just just know how do they like to communicate and the words that they like to use. Are you asking yourself that, right? So if we're all honest with ourselves, actually, we would definitely say that we talk about it quite a bit. And I'm sure you hear about it a lot about uh, knowing who your ideal client is and how this is important for us to move forward. And it is, right? But you hear about it, you talk about it, but do you actually put this thought into action, right? Do you really say to yourself, I know it's important and I'm going to put it into action right now? Right? We know it's important, but we often fail to go deep in cementing who our ideal clients really are. And you are not going to be able to move forward clearly and get your messaging clearly until you do. Right, I have to do the same thing too. So what we're going to talk about today, we're going to go over uh, some thoughts and questions that I think will help you to get started to go deep into knowing who your ideal clients are and knowing who you are meant to serve and knowing who exactly you want to work with. All right. But before we do that, let's take a pen and hear from our sponsors. Fantastic. Okay, here we go. 
So one of the first things I want you to consider and know is that while you're thinking about who your ideal client is, oftentimes we spend so much time on it. When we really deep down in our gut, we know who that person is, but we are often afraid to commit to it. So what I want you to do is commit to that. Commit to that first, knowing that that may change, knowing that it's okay that it changes because your ideal client may evolve, but guess what? You may also evolve, you may change, your business may change, and the type of services that you offer may change. So things will evolve, will evolve. In fact, they should evolve, okay? So just narrow it down, choose one, and we're gonna move forward with that. That is the first step. And then another thing that I want you to know is that you should also know who your ideal client is not. While we're thinking about who they are, we should also know who they are not. Because when you say no to the people who are not your ideal client, you create more room, you make more room to attract the ones who are, okay? So also know who they are not while you're thinking about who they are, right? And it's not just, oh, well, you know, I want the people who have the money to spend. I want the people who can afford the type of services that I offer or the type of places that I sell. But it's not always just a money thing, right? It is also uh, someone who you want or like to work with because no matter how much money that person may have or uh, how much money they have to spend on your services, if you don't enjoy working with that person, if that person is just not someone who um, fits into your values, the values of your business or your personal values, it may hurt the rest of your business and it may hurt the way that you show up for the rest of your clients. Okay, so also know who they are not. Another thing that you want to want to think about is what does your ideal client need to know about you? or about your services in order to engage with you and to inquire about what it is that you do. So we're gonna reverse engineer that. So you're gonna say, okay, well, I want someone to reach out to me about such a destination wedding. Okay, but what do they need to know about your services or to know about what you can do in order for them to get to that end result? So you wanna go ahead and reverse engineer that and then create content as such, okay? Another thing is that they also need to know your skill set. Now, while your ideal client needs to know how much experience you have, it could be 20 years, they need to know that you're certified, that's all important, don't get me wrong. But let's talk about your skill set, okay? What can you do so well to give them the specific outcome? a specific outcome that they need or want. And sometimes your 25 years, your 15 years, your 10 years of service doesn't necessarily speak to a specific skill set or special need that that person may have. All All they care about is, can you do that for me? I don't care if you've been doing that for 30 years, doing something else for 30 years, can you do this specific thing for me? Okay, so think about that. 
You also want to use specific words to attract the right people. That's another point for you, okay? So uh, stop generalizing in the words that you put out there, the words that you put out in your emails, the words that you put out in your social media, your bio, anything that encompasses your messaging, okay? Let's stop being general. Folks, we don't have to make everyone happy and we don't have to make everyone like us. So use specific words to attract the right kind of person who you want to work with. And another thing that relates to that is that know that you are the secret sauce, right? Once you know this and once you believe it, then you are free and you are open to attract the people who want to work with you. Let me say that again. You are free and you are open to attract the people who want to work with you. But you first have to know and believe that you are the secret sauce to your business. Okay? You also want to ask yourself, what triggers your ideal client? Like what triggers them? So think along the lines of emotions, okay? wants, needs. And timing. And when I say emotions, think about what leads people to buy, right? Again, it goes back to um, a lot of times I've seen people introduce themselves or in their bio, they lead with, I have, you know, 15 years of experience and okay, that's great. But that doesn't get me emotionally attached, right? To inquiring about your services, right? So think along emotions, what emotional patterns lead people to say, hey, can I work with you? I need you to help me solve this challenge. I need this solution. What do they need? But also what do they want, right? And that can also lead into emotions as well as timing. So sometimes when you're putting content out there, you have to make sure or at least consider what I'm putting out there is a timing right. Like what would make someone stop and say, yes, this is for me right now. Okay, so two more points to go. The other one is that know that you won't attract everyone. This one is my absolute favorite because I truly believe it. I believe it for myself. Know that you won't attract everyone and that is okay. In fact, you want it to be like that, right? Don't uh, think, oh, I don't want to lose the business, right? This is going to cripple you if you think along those lines. Know that you are not for everyone and that is okay. You want to attract the right person. And the last and final action is let's take action. It's not a tip, right? It is not a thought. It is it is action. Let's just go out there, take all these into consideration, and let's take action. Let's narrow down who our ideal client is so that we can attract engage and convert the right person. I would love for you to let me know who your ideal client is or let me know who your ideal client is not. So let's connect over on Instagram at uh, Hey Travelpreneur, the name of the podcast, Hey Travelpreneur, let's connect over on Instagram and let me know in any one of those posts over there on Instagram, who is your ideal client, but also 
who is not your ideal client. I really look forward to reading those. Lots of love to you. Cheers to all the wins, small and big ones uh, that are happening in your life and in your business. I celebrate you. And just so you know, I'm rooting for you. Cheers.